Welcome back to the Balancing Act podcast. My name is Andrew Tempty, and today I've got a super special guest on the show, my former colleague and all-around great guy, Nick Black. And so now the crowd goes wild. <laughs> I love wild crowds. <laughs> That's right. We're Today, we're going to dive deep into the topic of loyalty in the workplace, a subject I am absolutely certain Nick is going to add significant value to as he's got extensive experience in both military and in the world of business. So as our listeners would, would recall, uh, Dan Strafford and I in uh, episode 19 uh, discussed whether or not loyalty really has a place in, in the business world. Uh, and as with all balancing acts, there are many perspectives on this uh, concept of, of, of loyalty. I specifically wanted to bring uh, you in, Nick, because I, I, was, I was pretty certain that we were not going to see directly eye to eye. Uh, on uh, on this concept of loyalty, and that again, that you would bring uh, a, a really rich uh, perspective uh, on the topic. So, before we get into loyalty, uh, just walk our listeners through uh, through your your very unique journey. Sure. Uh, first of all, hello. I, I'm very excited to to join this podcast today. Uh, I am Nick Black. I, I I will say that I consider myself to have uh, a hybrid background of sorts. Uh, after graduating culinary school with a with a business management degree, Andy and Nick don't ask me to cook anything, uh, but I can surely manage a building. <laughs> after I graduated culinary school with my business management degree, uh, I went to find myself, and and it took about two years, right? And that that happens. Uh, we 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 have some terms that we call that here at at Kaplan. But when I found myself. I ended up joining the Marine Corps and um, I stayed in the Corps for six years. I had an opportunity to reach the ranks of captain and uh, and exited as a company commander. I was in charge of over 400 Marines from uh, every single day, 24 seven, 365. So instead of where I am now, a nine to five, that 365 was uh, was all about the Marine Corps. So after the Marine Corps took on several jobs, uh, procurement manager, a uh, headhunter uh, in the finance and accounting space. Uh, I, I really found my passion, though, when I joined Granger. And uh, for those that are unaware, Andy Granger is a $13 billion organization. So 12 years at Granger, um, five uh, promotions, really enjoyed my time there. Um, and, and then I moved over to run a global function uh, for the government side at a PPE company, much, much smaller. Uh, and then I found the best job of my life where I am now is uh, is at Kaplan, which is um, where I hold the title of executive director of sales. Yeah, that, that, that's super cool. And if you don't mind, uh, I just thank you for your service. Uh, it is thank one you. of, I have, uh, I have about this many regrets in my life. And mm -hmm. one of those regrets is not uh, formally serving uh, serving my country. So I appreciate it. And thank you for your support. It was my, my duty <laughs> as we say. <laughs> well, and, and it's, it's interesting that you went to find yourself in uh, culinary school. Uh, and I, and I would like you to cook me something someday. Uh, to, but uh, that, that you went from that uh, to, to the military. That's not like the direct, uh, the direct path. Yeah, it's 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 not uh, West Point by any stretch. Um, and to your, you know, what you mentioned, you know, the the gap years, if you will, 
I, I took some time off. I, I initially wanted to cook. I still cook now. I, again, wouldn't say it's uh, at the culinary level anymore. Uh, but I, I felt as though, hey, what, what's my passion, right? What, what do I really want to do? And, I, and a few things were coming at me. Bo- both of my parents, Chicago police officers, so I knew I wanted something to do with really um, standing up and, and doing what's right for my city, country, and, and, and so on and so forth. So that was the decision I made, and uh, I'm pretty, pretty excited. I still, in fact, yesterday, Andy, I just spoke with some of my old uh, military buddies. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's cool. If, we, if we've got time, I've got, a, I've got a military story for you that awesome. uh, it blends into my, the, the regrets that, that I have about that. But we'll save that. We'll save that for later. So, so today's uh, today's topic is loyalty. And let, let's start with your military experience. Uh, let's talk about loyalty in the military the, and, the, you know, the difference between loyalty to the organization of uh, mm-hmm. uh, of the military, the Marines uh, specifically, and loyalty to the chain of command is. Is there any difference or are those the same one and the same? Yeah, I um, there, there is a difference, uh, you know, as with uh, how most may think about the military is all about taking orders, which in, in, in some aspects that is that is correct and true. However, the, the military, regardless of the branch, even though the Marine Corps is the best, you know, our loyalty is for us to to um, uphold that oath that we took to protect and defend our, our great country against enemies, uh, both foreign and domestic. Let, let me give an example. Um, Andy and I, you, you and I could have uh, joined the Marine Corps together, uh, experienced boot camp together, um, enjoyed celebrating uh, the Marine Corps birthday together, which is November 10th, 1775. Uh, and little sidebar, we were founded at Tongue Tavern. The Marine Corps was founded at a bar. I'll let that stand. Uh, but but ultimately, you know, back to my point, we, we could have the closest relationship. But if at some point in time uh, I pinned on a higher rank and we were to unfortunately go to war, which is what we do, um, I can look to my right. I can look to my left. I can say uh, Johnson, uh, Smith, Andy Tempty, Nick Tempty, I need for you to, to go take that hill with the sniper following at us. Your, your oath at that point, regardless of the friendship that we may have, uh, the oath, again, the loyalty is to the big picture. And, and in this case, the military, the loyalty to the organization, as you you called it, or the chain of command, is to say, aye, sir, and, and start running up that hill. And so ultimately, when you think about the ask and the loyalty, it, it really is the, the, the alignment that you have with the overarching mission. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the, in the military, this, there is this concept of unflinching loyal, unflinching loyalty in, in many circumstances. Uh, that, that's, I mean, absolutely right. Uh, another quick example is I, in my role as company commander, I've had to send individuals to the brig. Now you could imagine that their loyalty to me now, given they they were responsible for their own actions, which caused them to go to the brig, but I'm the vehicle that put them behind bars. If we had gone to war and they were has since served their time and had come out, Andy, the same uh, uh, no is not an option 
mentality is expected, right? So the loyalty to the to the flag and to the country, despite what I may have done, that their loyalty is to follow orders, no matter if you like me or not. So that you know that's instilled upon us uh, each during boot camp, and really no no second guessing, no saying no. The that loyalty is actually uh, created in boot camp first, and then earned secondly in in the military. Yeah, I I would have been uh, your report that you'd have sent to the brig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so, we, we won't dwell on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let let's shift gears to 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 business now, the corporate world. Uh, you've played both an individual contributor uh, set of roles. You've played management roles, uh, all as a sales professional and in culinary school, et cetera. Uh, how do you think about loyalty in the workplace and what carries over from military and what's different? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am relentlessly loyal. Not not sure if it's my parents as, you know, both mom and pop are were Chicago police officers. So that was that was some discipline. Then decided to move to the military. Um, what, while my, my example here, though, is what, while at Granger during my time in, in HR, because even at Granger, I, I moved around um, leading our diversity and inclusion department. I was asked by uh, let, let's call him BW just for purposes. Uh, I was asked by BW a couple of times to come back into sales. Now, here, here's why this is important. Um, he was asking me to come back into sales, lead and, and the company's most underperforming team, which is a lot of a lot of work, right? So after a few a few weeks of asking, though, I agreed because while I was an individual contributor, uh, BW served as my mentor of sorts and and really someone I could I could call on for advice and and uh, and guidance, and I trusted his word. And so I left HR, a really awesome job, by the way. Uh, I, I loved what I did in HR um, to go and report back to someone whom I deemed that I was really loyal to. Now, fast forward, uh, BW leaves our previous role or previous company. I leave our previous company, but then BW joins Kaplan and, and, and he reaches back out to me again, almost like a almost like a groundhog's day of, of turning teams around type of task. Um, but because I know him, because we've, um, I call it experience boot camp together, if you will, at, at our previous company, uh, I left and I came to work for Brandt, which is why we're, we're talking today. Uh, but, but ultimately the direction of loyalty is not linear, right? It, it's not only upward, uh, it could go downward, it could be peer to peer, so lateral. But needless to say, you know, we're talking today because I was loyal to Brant, uh, said his name, loyal to BW, uh, to, to come to Kaplan because of that loyalty that we built over uh, a decade of working together. So, again, when, when he left Kaplan recently, I had multiple pings. But here's where, what I think is also um, equally as important, Andy, is loyalty, there's mutual loyalty, but loyalty can also change, right? So, so my loyalty over almost two decades was to an individual, but once I landed in Kaplan and now I have direct reports and now I have uh, key internal key stakeholders and, and, and clients, you know, my loyalty is to the long-term mission. So regardless if 
why I came to Kaplan and who I followed to come to Kaplan is now gone. You know, my, my loyalty is again to the teams and the clients and the, my, my, my internal uh, key stakeholders. So, you know, I, I've, uh, I still have work to, to do here and I can see the vision and, and believe in the vision that, that you yourself built uh, many years ago. Yeah, what I'm what I'm hearing is that loyalty and stewardship uh, maybe go together a little bit more tightly in the corporate world than loyalty to an individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, my that 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 brings it me to the the next question, which is you know, loyalty when loyalty is broken. There is uh, betrayal is the uh, is 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 the outcome uh, of that in many sense that emotion uh, of of betrayal and in our in our previous episode uh, with Dan Strafford and I talking about this I, I I talked about this concept of 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 betrayal and how that really can turn into an unproductive uh, uh, set set of set of emotions. Um, do you have any examples of how that how your sense of loyalty either to company or to individual has has uh, maybe uh, gotten in the way uh, of achieving your personal or professional goals or has has loyalty worked for you generally mm-hmm. um, I, I, the 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 best example I can give is um, what my previous company before Kaplan I look I had a great uh, they recruited me out of Granger. I was number one uh, individual contributor, number one team uh, leader at Granger. So I, I wildly successful, having having a blast, had a great time. Time. Uh, this new company, um, the PPE company, gave me a company car, a higher title, much, 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 much more money, uh, and essentially the support, um, i.e., almost a blank check to build out a, a robust global function, but rewind when I said I am relentlessly loyal. Um, when when I received that phone call from the individual BW saying, hey, come to Kaplan, I need you. Here, here's, it's going to be less of a title. It's going to be less money. <laughs> it's, it's going to be uh, an uphill challenge to, to really align uh, this into the, the true north, so to speak. I put my personal career goals aside. Right. This this fell back upon that relentlessly loyal uh, term that I that I called to to go and support uh, someone that, uh, again, I've had many years with. So uh, career goals, title, stocks and bonuses, second line leadership uh, is what I essentially put to the side because I was loyal to that person. And then again, now it turned out for the best because I see the bigger picture of Kaplan and I'm I'm, I'm all in. I pushed all my chips in. but. Uh, I'd say personally, um, I I defaulted to the my loyalty over um, the wants, you know, not necessarily needs, but I wanted a bigger title. I wanted more money. I wanted to to create my own um, my own government function, but my loyalty was still so strong because I had been given many opportunities and promoted several times with one individual that I, I picked up and left. And so, you know, that's an example of how strong. Uh, loyalty uh, actually is and, and what one I think would would do for it. Well, I'm personally very thankful that uh, BW 
asked you to come to come to Kaplan. Thank you. Our, our listeners you know that I'm no longer uh, with Kaplan, but uh, I, I massively enjoyed uh, our our time together there. Thank and, you. And your and your contributions and your ongoing contributions to the company that uh, that that I love. I appreciate um, that. So uh, as so, what advice do you have for listeners as they balance uh, the sense of dedication and loyalty to employer with another unit, which uh, requires a great deal of loyalty, which is that of self and, uh, and, and family, how do you balance those two things? Um, my, here's, here's my view. Um, you know, m- m- what's important is to make sure that your loyalty aligns with, um, personal true North, right? So, so when I was asked several times by BW, it, it was in line with what, what my true North was, you know, minus the last, when I said, Hey, I'm coming to Kaplan, um, despite having all the, the fun things that I had at the previous company, but loyalty can be uh, can be earned, but it also can be burnt, uh, if, if you will, uh, or, or simply changed. You know the the um, the old adage: you you you've never worked a day in my life, uh, or I've never worked a day in my life. It's partly because those individuals have properly aligned with um, with culture and with leadership. Uh, and, and other important matters to themselves, you know, if you think about Kaplan, we, we were awarded a fun place to work largely because of the work that you put in for all those years. And, and so all those things go into the loyalty side. And, you know, listen, the, the best thing that that you can do from a big picture standpoint is to align yourself. Uh, again, I use the word true north, but, you know, align yourself with if you're going to be loyal, ensure that it's in a line with um, your personal beliefs. And, you know, ultimately if it is not, it's okay. And hopefully this term won't come off wrong, but it's okay to self eject. It's okay to have a critical conversation with me or or other leaders out in in the world to say, you know what, we've made some changes. This, this, This no longer aligns with my, my loyalty or dedication. Um, so it's okay to, to, to move on. And so, you know, suddenly, and, and to be frank, you know, it's it's all about if there is a misalignment, it, it is totally okay. And I use the word self-eject to, to raise your hand and say, I want to go in a different direction. So, you know, perhaps it's not the right role or it's not the right the right team. Uh, you want to move within the company or move without. But I, I think it's incumbent upon everyone. I, I'm a sales leader, but if I feel as though I'm not in alignment, I can no longer be loyal to the company. I think it's uh, I think it's important that I myself raise my hand and and others to say this this is in a different direction. So that dedication and loyalty to an employer and responsibility should align with you know yourself or myself and 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 what my family thinks as well. Yeah, I love it, uh, love it, Nick. Uh, you know this the concept of stewardship uh, and uh, and purpose. If I could kind of reframe that. Uh, that that north star your your personal purpose and the purpose of the institution uh really really do need to need to mesh um so as we draw our time to a close one 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 last question um so 
a lot of leaders, myself included, I have, uh, you know, I have, I have yearned for loyalty from, uh, from my people and I have felt uh, betrayed. I felt burned when, uh, when people have gone off and, and done other things. And it's been a journey for me to understand that, no, maybe their personal purpose didn't align. Uh, maybe maybe something was going on in, in a family. It's less about me than it is about team and, uh, and, 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 and the business. So what, what advice do you have for those leaders that are looking for that unflinching loyalty, uh, but are in the corporate world are, are just really, really never going to, to have that kind of unflinching loyalty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, you hit the nail on the head you know, when, when you had to reflect on it, not taking it personal. You know, it's, I have a very interesting uh, view here. And, you know, as a, as a senior leader, it's, it's our job to provide a, an inclusive and, and welcoming culture for others. I, I spent a great deal of time in diversity and inclusion. You know, we want to make sure it's fair and equitable and uh, most importantly, unbiased uh, leadership. So, investing in our people is oftentimes the number one largest item on the budget. And so as leaders, we, we need to remain vigilant. We, we, we have to keep a, a watchful eye over our people. And, and in doing so, know when, um, know when a, a spoke on the wheel is, is not spinning correctly. You know, what, what we can't do is be offended or, or take um, negative action against a direct report because they want to do something else or they leave the company. You know, a component, a component that I think of a, of a really great leader should be the, to train people so that they either move up or they even move out. I mean, there's a, there's a commercial out. I'm not sure if you've seen with Amazon and it's, it starts off as a young man talking about, he's uh, just about to graduate from nursing school. You know, what's this have to do with, what does this have to do with Amazon? And then at the end of it, he says, I worked for Amazon and they uh, reshaped my hours or however he, he worded it, but they changed his hours so that he could attend nursing school because that was his passion. Like that is a true sense of uh, unbiased leadership or support that, um, that, that I commend them on. And, and now he's a nurse. And the same thing for us, you know, it's a, it's a component of our leadership to, to train people so that they can move on. And it's really a, a difficult balancing act. See what I did there, Andy? I used the name of the book. It's really a difficult balancing act uh, for, for leaders to do that. So, you know, for us to keep the, the, the plate spinning, if you will, uh, and involve all leadership and should, with, a, with an open mind, uh, uh, accept, train, develop, motivate uh, our team so that they can be uh, better teams, but also remember that they're individuals. And so you have to also treat them as individuals as well. So, I mean, that, that's my five cents, if you will, or, or on that perspective. Yeah, that, that's, uh, you know, treat, treating everyone equitably, uh, mm-hmm. not exactly the same, but, but, with, but with equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I have personally found that this loyalty concept gets in the way, uh, mm-hmm. can really get in the way of uh, of treating everyone uh with uh with with equity uh nick it, it's been wonderful to uh talk to you today uh i'll i'll i'll, I'll leave you with uh with my military story Please. Uh, i i was at i was at stevens point wisconsin i had uh i had uh, dropped out of high school 
and and had uh, registered at uh, the University of Wisconsin Stevens Point, uh, really to go play in a band, not to go to school, uh, and uh, and I, I was in a difficult point in in my life. Uh, didn't have my you know it wasn't uh, my my rudder wasn't uh, strong mm-hmm. in the water, and I had been talking to a recruiter uh, at uh, at the local Air Force office. And we got pretty far down the the track. And I remember the day, like it was yesterday, I, I I was going to go sign the papers and I, and I walked up to the door and I stopped and I turned around and I walked away. Now I'm glad in retrospect that Me I did too. that because I probably wouldn't be married to right. my dear wife, Linda, and you and I kids. Would, uh, sure. have met, or, or maybe I would have, uh, well, no, you were in the Marines. And, you, you could have carried me over to war. You guys are a good yeah. shuttle for us. Yeah, we're, we're a good shuttle. Yeah, the Air Force is a good shuttle. But uh, yeah, that it, it, it was, it was almost uh, out of body uh, mm-hmm. experience. It was, uh, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was really odd. But well, anyway. it probably was out of body because again, to your point, now you mentioned the family, but look at the, the leg, look at what you built. <laughs> like, like none of the, you know, you, you, at one meeting you said we touched over a million unique individuals, mm-hmm. million students, like, if if you had joined, there is a high likelihood that would not have occurred. So it, it some yeah. something touched you on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Nick, thanks so much for being here. Uh, uh, so this is the Balancing Act podcast. You can uh, go to andrewtempty.com. You can find us on Spotify and uh, and Apple. Uh, podcasts. Uh, we're, we're, we're everywhere. Uh, my, my, my friend Nick Black was our guest today talking about loyalty. Thank you so much uh, for, for joining us. Pick up Balancing Act, the book uh, on Amazon, and uh, we, we wish you all uh, a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.